everyone, and welcome back to the Be a Dreamcatcher podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Lynn. Let me tell you all, I have a fantastic guest coming in today, and you are not going to want to miss a single second of this episode. He's an author, he's a speaker, he's a TV host, he has his own ministry right here in Lewisburg, Tennessee. I am with David Reeves today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's great to be here. It's good to be here as well. Thank you for actually hosting us here at uh, in studio. This is fantastic, and um, <laughs> your <laughs> your bio is millions of miles long. Uh, I can't even begin, but let's just start with the basics. Tell everybody what all you do. Okay. Well, um, let's see. And your your podcast is about four and a half hours long, right? No, yes, I'm, I'm kidding yes. you. No. We have all the time in the world. <laughs> I can always incorporate, hey, I you know, need some new sponsors so I can tell them, hey, we've got this slot open. So <laughs> you go. go right ahead. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'll, I'll keep it brief. But basically, I host a TV show on uh, Trinity Broadcasting Network, TBN. Uh, that's every Saturday. Uh, it's called Creation with David Reeves. And um, I get to interview some of the most brilliant people in the world, and I also get to go on location on so many different sites and basically talk about creation. Mm -hmm. But when I say creation, what I'm saying is anything in the natural world. Because pretty much you could point to anything around us, and you see these design patterns that I call God's fingerprints. I love it. So basically... We just talk about God's fingerprints every week on that show. Uh, I have a TV show that airs every um, Tuesday, I believe it is, uh, primetime on DirecTV on NRB Network. Nice. Uh, That one's called Wonders Without Number. I've written a number of books. I've produced, or our ministry has produced, about 120 different uh, videos, DVDs, documentaries. Wow. Plus, we, we do a lot of short content because of social media. I mean, Jesse Lynn, you know. Oh, the, yeah, that minute. That's it. That's exactly. all you got. <laughs> that's the attention span right now. So we we have produced probably, I don't know, three or four hundred two to five minute spots where I'll take one scientific concept, explore it, not in great detail, obviously, right. but explore that and then point it back to basically our Christian walk. What could we learn? If, if you're a Christian, what can you learn mm-hmm. by by studying this? Yeah. And uh, and how does it point back to our creator? So we do that. Uh, we have a, um, uh, right here in Lewisburg, we have what we call the Wonders Center. It's a museum dedicated to science as well as Bible history. We've got uh, manuscripts dating back a thousand years. We yes. have full-size dinosaurs and all yep. sorts of I models. I was greeted by one walking in. <laughs> it was wonderful. <laughs> uh, and then we have a free magazine that we ship out. Um, we send to mailboxes every other month. It's oh. called the Creation Club magazine. Love it. And by keeping it free, we, we've really been re- able to reach a lot of people, including young people. Families love it. And... Um, it goes out to about 15,000 households currently. Wow. And our free email list goes out to, I don't know, maybe 30,000 households. And uh, it just continues to grow. So we're just trying to share not only the truth of God's word, but also just how amazing, astounding it is when we look around us and we see these 
beautiful patterns, like mm-hmm. I say, God's fingerprints. Yes, I, I love it. This, this is great. And actually, I'd mentioned earlier that I was listening to one of the podcasts. It actually had to do uh, Wonders Without Number. Yep. And um, I, I know y'all have the video section of that, but then also you have the, the audio available yes. on, I was listening on Spotify. And it had to do with manuscripts because <laughs> I can be a little bit of a nerd in that, in that right. Mm. <laughs> and what I find so interesting and... You and I were talking a little bit about this just a few weeks ago. My mom and I had the chance to visit the Ark, and it kind of blew my mind in many ways because most of the time you hear science, most of the time butts heads with what the Bible clearly states. But what I love about the Ark Project, you know, researching your ministry and then stuff that's around it you enforce that actually science and the Bible can line up and run a parallel track. And I I just love it. And and we were talking a little bit. So the podcast is Be a Dream Catcher. So I asked you earlier off the air, what got you into this? What inspired you to to start this? I mean, what what kicked it off for you? Yeah, well, that was it it happened about 14 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I was probably 17 years old at the time. I really didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. You know, I mean, honestly, if I'm if I'm speaking honestly, I had no idea where I was headed. Uh, but I did know that I had a passion for astronomy. My family had gotten, when I was about 10 years old, a, a, a fairly nice-sized telescope. And I had seen the comet Hale-Bopp through it. I had seen the moon through it, seen some planets, you know. Yeah. And was interested in astronomy. Yeah. But at about 17 years old, that passion grew just a bit. And I started to connect cameras to the back of telescopes to see mm-hmm. if I could get pictures of what I was seeing through that eyepiece, yeah. but actually capture those pictures, right? Um, the first time that I ever got a decent picture, it was of the Great Orion Nebula. Wow. And nebula is basically, it's Latin for cloud. So it's a cloud of gases in space. And my jaw hit the floor because... Yeah. I had always seen these pictures in space and telescope magazines. I'd seen this, the Hubble space imagery. And I'd always told myself, like in the back of my mind, you know, yeah, you know, they probably doctored that a little bit, maybe colored it or put more detail in there. And I took the picture for myself through my telescope and I was blown away. Again, jaw hit the floor and I said, it's real. The colors are the blues, the purples, the reds, the detail, all of the stars. It's all really out there. And then at that moment, it reminded me of a verse. And that verse was Psalm 19. Psalm 19 says that the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork. It says that day unto day utters speech and night after night shows knowledge, but there's no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. So it was almost like the heavens are shouting out at us that... We are not cosmic accidents. We're not the result of billions of years of star stuff, but instead we are wonderfully made in the image of a God that loves us. And I was like, wow, what an inspirational message. What an amazing thing. And the heavens are literally declaring this. Yeah. Why am I keeping it to myself? Exactly. Why is it selfish? And I realized, well, that hobby of astronomy, of studying astrophysics and cosmology and cosmogony, that could actually be used as a ministry outreach tool. So my brother and I, we formed a nonprofit, 501c3 ministry, and I began speaking first in local churches and conferences and, uh, you know, little events around town. 
And then all of a sudden, I would share these pictures that I had taken through the telescope, put that with a message of hope that, hey, you're not an accident. You're not some cosmic stardust, but instead you have purpose. And then all of a sudden, I started getting invitations to go out of state and speak. And then out of country on one week speaking to it all over the world. Wow. <laughs> and that's how it began. That's literally how. And we we weren't trying. It just fell into place. Just happened. And actually, your brother's sitting in with us today. It, I, I loved meeting him right at the beginning, right front door, first one out, also with the dog, the awesome <laughs> dog. She is adorable. And, you know, it's amazing at how... Several we've done several of these podcasts now, but this this podcast is fairly new. We just launched it in May of uh, this year, being twenty twenty one, and um, it's funny how all of these stories line up. Of it just kind of happened, but I think the key factor is is y'all are trusting God's word to get you where you need to go. Yeah. That is one thing that I've I've seen as a common factor and a common denominator here in a lot of these stories. Now, me personally, I have no idea about astronomy. I just know I enjoy stargazing and would love to go look at the big, whatever the domes are, don't know the full <laughs> name of them. I'm <laughs> illiterate in that. But I would love to go look and see those real life, real time, because you see the images on Google from Hubble. Yeah. And, you know, of course, they've retired that now. But And you had to wonder, is that Photoshopped? <laughs> I think it's Photoshopped. <laughs> so to hear someone say that, no, it's real, and then immediately tie it to a verse, I, I had chills just run down my spine. And um, looking out in, in uh, the museum earlier, notice y'all have a book also, 21 verses that actually line up That's right. with... Um, science and and how everything was created. This is what I love. And it fascinates me that someone has taken as much time as you both have and put it to the test. And I mean, really challenged what I would call a secular theory or a secular science and put it and said, no, it matches. There's no detouring. Well, and see, this is This is what's so neat because so many people throughout the years have said, you mentioned it at the beginning, science and religion are not compatible, right? Right. Dr. Werner von Braun, a brilliant man, sent men to the moon. He was the head of NASA before NASA was even an official institution, right? Right. Dr. Werner von Braun said a lot of people look at science and religion as antagonists. He said they're not. They're sisters. While science tries to better understand the creation, religion tries to better understand the creator. In other words, you can't have a creation without a creator. In other words, you can't have design without a designer. Mm -hmm. So science, actually the word science basically means, it comes from the word sciencia, which means knowledge. So science is knowledge of what's around us, of the natural world. Right. And true knowledge of the natural world always points us back to the very beginning, to our creator who made those things. Wow. (laughs) I haven't thought about it that way. That that is pretty astounding. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. This is crazy. You know, so tell me a little bit about your history. And I actually found out a fun fact that your parents are actually from Montgomery, Alabama. (laughs) That's right. Where I'm from. So there's a nice little tie-in of history there. Um, What... Obviously, I met your dad when we walked in the door. What kind of impact have they had for you guys here 
within the ministry. And did they always encourage you to go out and catch your dreams and, and go for what you felt in your heart was what you truly wanted to do? Yeah, for sure. Our parents were very strong uh, Christians who were very supportive of what we wanted to study. Right. So, for instance, I mean, I don't have an educational background. I was never particularly a good student. But what they, what our parents allowed us to do was to explore what interested us. Right. And because they knew that that passion, that the dreaming would allow you to catch that dream if left unstifled, right? Right. So I traveled a lot as a child. Uh, I had been to many places. I had always been interested in history, Mm -hmm. but I didn't really understand until many years down the road just how much history and science intersect. Right. And when I realized that these two things go hand in hand because you can't have history without science because that knowledge allows you to study the history and you can't have science without history, because we wouldn't know anything without the past history of all of these great scientists who, by the way, most of them, many of them throughout the ages were strong Christian men and women who stood by their beliefs that the design of the world around them pointed to a designer. So therefore, when we study science, when we talk about things like uh, gravity, if it's Sir Isaac Newton, or when mm-hmm. we talk about planetary motion, when it's uh, Johannes Kepler, yeah. or when we talk about, I mean, we just go down the list of all of these great scientists, they all attributed to a creator. Right. I mean, Kepler said that you can look at the motions of the planets and you can see the creator. Uh, Galileo said mathematics is the language with which God has created the universe. Uh, I mean, again, go down the line and these great men and women mm-hmm. who had this unbridled passion, this this dream to look and discover mathematics, to discover astronomy, to discover some of the greatest physical principles of all times. Yeah. Their history was that of being free to study whatever they wanted to. And when they started to study it, they saw God. Uh, okay, I just got a major education all the way around. And wow is one word I can use to describe that. Spectacular is another one. <laughs> Starstruck, that's a whole other one, no pun intended with that one. It amazes me at when you break things down, there are so many things that are bigger than we are. And especially when you start looking into the heavens and the galaxies and the uni- you know universes that surround just our little milky way galaxy here mm-hmm. it's almost hard to comprehend but i like to think also sometimes if you have a dream that's also hard to comprehend because it could be something that is very intimidating yeah. i could tell you i'm not sure i'd be able to step out and do what you do and put that time of research in, but it's like you said earlier, something that you love. Yes. And you have a passion for, it. and it shows when you walk in here, folks. If you haven't stopped by, you need to because it's astounding. It's one of those that you immediately know this is something you all enjoy and love, yeah. and it's very important. Um, 
I, I kind of put this into a point of where, and, and you have touched on this a lot in un, unintentional, but I, I like it. It's a good, it's a good segue as we call it. Um, when you're looking at all of history's, you know, famous people, um, Martin Luther King Jr., you know, I have a dream, all of, that's what it started out with. I have a dream. All of these people did, but the dream isn't able to be accomplished if there's not a creator that gave you that dream and a purpose. That's right. And so I am just immensely fascinated and kind of mind blown and, and trying to wrap my head around this because it's, it's a simple complex, but yet it's a complex too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of those things that you're like, okay, well, how do you think about this and this? And, but then when you start reading about it, it lines up. Yeah. It, it lines up in, in nearly every situation. And yet we're not really told this message. And I'll give you two, two stories, two examples um, in, in just a second. But again, we're not told just how well science and scripture align Mm -hmm. because we're told, well, if we follow the science, then that's pointing us to we don't need a God, right? Right. When in reality, there's a difference between science and scientists. You see, science doesn't lie. Science is facts. Science is data. But scientists come along Mm -hmm. and they interpret that data. And they can interpret that data in a variety of different ways, including trying to explain it away in a naturalistic form or including giving our creator the glory for his creation. So about, uh, I guess it was six or seven years ago, my brother and I, we started an, an online store on our website. We mm-hmm. called it the Creation Superstore. Yeah, it's. It, uh, by the way, I've gone through it. It's really nice. <laughs> Heads up, folks. <laughs> this is a moment. You need to write this down. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that was kind of grand of us to call it the Creation Superstore, especially being it, you know, it didn't have that much to it. Right. But six or seven years ago, We were like, well, we have this passion to turn this into something truly spectacular, Mm -hmm. a superstore. Yeah. Fast forward now to to where we are six or seven years down the road, and it is the largest Origins-related store in the world. We stock, sell, ship out, maintain, ship internationally over, I think think we're up to 1,350 different titles, books, videos, anything that has ever been produced on the topic of Bible and history, Bible and science, uh, creation versus evolution. I mean, what began as a dream six or seven years ago has turned into not just reality, but the largest in the world reality. And I don't think it would be possible if if we said to ourselves, Hey, this is this is not attainable. There's so many people out there that have so much more knowledge than us. We've never we've never operated a store before. We've never managed anything like this. Right. Why why even try? And yet, just that little bit of of belief in yourself, faith. Yep. That faith that if you do what you're called to do, what you believe the Lord has called you to do, and if it truly is what he's called you to do, then there's nothing that can stop you. You will rise above everything and you will achieve more than you could ever thought possible. We're going to pass the offering plate now, everybody. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Wow. That's that's story one. That's number one. And then number number two, um, it was around that same time 
that I was watching Discovery Channel, National Geographic, Animal Planet, all of these different networks and, and channels. And I love that TV content that deals with science and, you know, animals and nature and history and all of that. But I really hate that at the end of every one of these, the majority of these, you have the narrator come on and they say, and all of this happened by billions of years of chance origins, you know, yeah. and it's like, wait a second here. You had all of this good science. You had all of this good history. You had all of this good stuff and you want to ruin it right at the end by putting your atheistic agenda into it. Yep. So my brother and I got together and we said, well, well why couldn't we have our own television network. Why not? Right? <laughs> I, hey, why not? <laughs> why not? Why not? And why couldn't we give glory to the creator? Why couldn't we make it all Christian content? Why couldn't we make it all faith-based content? Why couldn't we do nature documentaries from a design perspective? Why couldn't we? Why not? But, why not? But talk about intimidating. Yeah. I mean, a television network. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you, Jesse Lynn, within three months of just that vision in our head, uh -huh. just three months, three months, we had a fully functioning television network that was Ooh. streaming 24-7. Now, for, I'm talking, we had to start somewhere. It right. started just online, That's but three months, three months, 24-7 online. Here it is going out to the world and people are catching on and people are starting to watch it. And we're like, wow, look at these figures. Look at this. Now, it's 100% free to watch. We yeah. didn't want to restrict it or make it subscription-based or make people who couldn't afford it have to somehow figure out, well, I don't really need this. Right. We made it 24-7 free to watch on the Internet. Another month goes past. Now we're on Roku and Amazon Fire TV. Now uh, we're starting to get offers. People are donating channels on terrestrial TV and saying, here, just put your content up 24-7. I'm telling you, within three wow. months, we had a fully functioning network now, five years later, and we are the only Christian channel dedicated to history and science and nature documentaries and all of that. And we call it the Genesis Science Network. Science Network. Yes. Again, it's a dream that <laughs> became a reality. A quick reality. I'm over here. Okay, folks, if y'all can see me, if we were doing video like we were talking about, I'm just... Uh, I'm just going to sit back here in the back seat, and I'm going to let David take over the show. <laughs> and he's just going to tell you about all of this fun stuff that um, I, I'm just going to sit over here and eat the popcorn <laughs> and kick back and relax with a nice Coca-Cola because that is exactly what this podcast aims for, is I want people to understand. And, and I want people to understand, too, if they haven't heard the Word of God or they don't know who the Lord is, this is your starting point. This is now. Yeah. This is your choice. It's, you know, you chose to listen to the podcast and, and we're telling you what we do to get out there and follow our dreams. And um, it's just amazing because you took something, first of all, that I, I never would have put two and two together to, to actually get into this and, and really break it down that far. But you've taken it and the Lord has blessed it richly. And I mean very richly. And in less than a decade, created something with, with your family. That's important, too. I, I love the fact that it's you and your brother. And then, yeah. you know, you met your dad right in the first walk in the door. That's important. Yeah. It's, it's so important. And 
for people that are out there listening, you know, if you don't have that type of support system, there are ways because you do have support systems. That's right. You really do. You have one of your best assets. Actually, he's sitting in front of me. You have David Reeves Ministries, and you've got the Lord, and you've got the Holy Bible. That's right. That right there alone is enough to say there's no excuses. Well, and that's a good point. Uh, See, so many people, and and no offense at all if someone's listening right now that uh, has never considered Christianity, is not religious at all, but we attribute that as a huge part of our our success Mm -hmm. because— you see, we see the Lord's hand every step of the way. And when you're an entrepreneur, when you're trying to start a business, when you've got a dream that you're trying to follow, you can get discouraged so many oh, times. <laughs> there's a lot that can knock you down real quick. And if you don't have the good faith base That's and a right. good solid foundation, it, it's it's like the Bible talks about. Build the foundation of, you know, sand is going to wash away, but build it on a strong, firm foundation. And it'll stand. And it'll stand the test. Even with you know, that, that faith, that mm-hmm. faith in Christ, you still, you still struggle. Yeah. You still, and, and we've been there time and time again. I can't tell you how many times over the last 14 years that, uh, you know, I, I would get back from doing television programs and I would film 20 television programs in, in a row out in Dallas, Texas uh, for TBN. Or I would go out and I would speak, you know, and I would come back just a, a little bit discouraged. I would be saying, you know, man, I, I just don't know. Am I, am I, doing the right thing is this really all worth it and it's that point it's at that point where the lord brings you a sign yep that you know undoubtedly there's no doubt to it that it is a sign from god because that same day you'll go to the let's just say you go to the post office and you you pull out your post office box you pull out the mail and you start rifling through the mail and one of those letters is like, David, I've been watching you uh, on TV for the past few months faithfully, haven't missed an episode each week, and I'll just have to tell you that after this last episode, I dropped down on my knees and I accepted Christ. I mean, you know... There's that popcorn Coke moment, folks. (laughs) You get those types of things, those reminders, right when you need them. And you don't get those every day. No. But it's at the precise moment when you're doubting yourself a little bit. You're like, am I really doing what I'm supposed to do? And all of a sudden... The Lord brings something along that reminds you, you're right where I want you. And if you keep following this, then boy, there's no limit. The the sky's not the limit. No, (laughs) the the heavens and where those beautiful gas clouds are 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 the limit. And I can't tell you, and it's funny that you said that, talk about God bringing you the right thing at the right time. That's been my current situation of where you get to a certain point and you're just like, is this it? Have I hit? Have I hit the peak? Have I? Am I going downhill now? What's going on? And inevitably, there is something, someone, or a circumstance that reminds you immediately that it's like, keep going. That's right. Don't stop. And one of my favorite things to say is keep fighting the good fight. Mm. Don't waste your time on the one that's trying to bring you down. Keep fighting the fight that the Lord's given us. And and it's the good fight. It's not the one that's you're supposed to be battling or struggling. It's the one you're going to win. <laughs> yes. At the end of the day, and I mean that just hit the nail right on the head. Um it's 
it, and it's also funny. I love this too because the Bible also talks about when one or two or more are gathered mm-hmm. in His name and start. I mean, He will enter the room, and y'all. I don't know about y'all, but I feel like He's sitting <laughs> here, or He's right behind me, or something. Because I have had more chills, and it's a little warm in here, so it's not because I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's amazing at what can be accomplished, yeah. and through faith, determination, mindset, and people. I think it's important to folks understand that, yes, David and and his brother and his family and, and even myself included, we put in long hours and we put in a lot of hard work. But it's not all just us. It's other people. It's other um interested parties that want to see you succeed, including the Lord, by the way. He wants to see you succeed. If it's Mm -hmm. given to you, that's what he wants you to do. Um, It's so incredibly important. And all I can tell you is I I know we're knocking on the door as far as um, what I like to keep the podcast around. However, um, I have a couple of questions I like to ask at the end, but one important one that I'd really like to ask you is six or seven years ago when you decided that this is something you wanted to follow, what is a piece of advice that you would have given yourself then that you know now? (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you'd only known. Yes. uh, That would have to be. Don't get frustrated when things aren't happening on the timeline that you have put down as a goal. Mm-hmm. Okay, because um, and and I have seen this time and time again through all of the ups and downs of ministry, through all of the successes that we've seen, uh, we would really get to points where we were a little bit frustrated. We were like, okay, I know we're right on the cusp of this. I know that if if only we could just do this. And then you would try everything in the book to try to get that accomplished. And nothing works. Nothing works. Nothing works. <laughs> no. And so then you're getting a little bit more frustrated and you're like, okay, all right. So why is, can I try harder? Can I do, sometimes trying harder is not the, the thing answer. to do. Right. All right. What we have to do is trust that there is perfect timing in the Lord's will. Mm-hmm. So what we've noticed is that we would start to get frustrated and we were like, okay, what can we do? And everything we're doing is failing. Mm -hmm. And then six months down the road, several situations happen, okay, that seem totally unrelated. Several things just fall into place and several things happen. They seem totally unrelated. And all of a sudden, boom, you have your opportunity to accomplish what you had set out a year before or two years before, right? And you realize, you know what? At this moment, at this very moment, I'm looking back and I realize if I did not have those experiences that seemed totally unrelated six months ago, I would not be prepared to do this. So therefore, if I had my timeline that I really wanted, if I had everything I ever dreamed of, then I wouldn't have been prepared. I would have failed and I would have never been able to get another chance to try again. Right. So you have to be willing to have the patience to realize there is a timeline that we're not in control of that is so much better than we can ever imagine. Yes, set guilty here of that one too, believe me. <laughs> and then that sometimes I, I think I, I would love to see God's commentary book. I really would of when you have that aha moment of like, oh, yeah. that was what you wanted me to do. Got it. <laughs> Note to self. And it, it is funny because he, he 
he does have perfect timing. And I've had situations like that, you know, early on in my career of you have all these big goals, all this inspiration, you've got this driving force. I mean, you're running full steam ahead and you may hit a little roadblock. It's like, okay, well, here, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and then nothing happens. And you're just like, hello, (laughs) I'm down here. And he'll make you wait until he's ready. And uh, it's it's hmm, can be frustrating, but it's very entertaining because then you see it and you're like, oh, that was what you wanted to show me. Okay, that works. Great word of advice there. And finally, the final question. If you had one piece of advice to tell someone today that whether it be a kid coming up in school, um, a mom, you know, working from home or working out in the workforce, dad, um, maybe an older couple or widow or anything like that, and they had a dream once or they have a dream but don't know how to go about it, what would you tell them to do? Well, number one, don't give up just because you don't have the education because this is the story of my life. I, Mm -hmm. I had no education, no higher education for these things, no no real education, and yet we've been able to accomplish all of this. Right. So if you're passionate, don't let education get in the way because that that book learning that so many people hold so highly, yeah. that little piece of paper on the wall or whatever that it is <laughs> that, that puts you in debt with student loans yes. so much that you would have to work for the next 20 years to get out of that debt. Uh, don't let that or the lack of that hold you back. If you're passionate about something, go after it. Yeah. And again, nothing can stop you if it's supposed to happen. That's right. So this applies not only to, you know, the older couple or the the child or the person in college who may be pursuing something that they, they're like, well, am I going down the wrong track? I really don't think I want to do this for a living. I yeah. really think I want to do something else. So now should I get back into another program and let's do another four years of this and another four years of that? You can do that. I mean, it's certainly if it's a specialty, yeah, then you may need to do that. Right. But what I'm saying is you may you can do things that you never thought possible if only you have the drive and the will to accomplish it. That's right. And, you know, and again, I, if I I have to say this because I say this everywhere I go, I have to get this out. We live in a massive, vast universe, too large to fathom. Mm-hmm. And we are this tiny little speck, this little piece of debris almost, seemingly. Yeah floating in this vast expanse, a little thing that we call Earth. Earth has these extraordinary characteristics that enable us to live and to live comfortably. Mm -hmm. Now, do we have death, disease? Do we have uh, all of these sicknesses? Do we have all of these things that plague us? Depression, where there's 22 veteran suicides every single day. Right. Depression, where there's teen suicide on the rise. We see school shootings. We see all of these atrocities. Yes. This is not a perfect world. The Bible tells us that all of creation is groaning as a result of our sin. It's not something God did. It's something that we did to ourselves. And we're suffering underneath that. And yet, in this vast universe, God cared so much about us that he reduced himself down to man, to flesh, in the form of Jesus Christ. On this tiny little speck, he cared so much just so that he could live, die, be raised again, pay the penalty for uh, the penalty of death for our sins. For our sin. So 
that we could be an eternity as a part of his family. Now, of course, that's that's the Christian message. I'm a Christian. That's what our ministry is all about. Right. But it's also a very inspirational message because it means that this time here on earth is not infinite. No. We have to make our mark if we feel that we're being called to make our mark. But there is something so much greater than this just beyond that veil, just on the other side, that is an eternity. And so let's do what we can to praise the Lord and to tell other people about him in this tiny, short period of time that we have here on this earth. Wow. And that's how we're going to wrap up today because that is, that's amazing. You think about it. We're here maybe 100 years lucky if we make it to there. That's not much in God's timeline. I was actually out there looking at the world history map that y'all have displayed here in the studio. And you look at it and, and really you think back and look at the B.C. timeline and then to now A.D. It's not a whole lot of time, really. A lot has happened in a short period of time. If you're looking at it from the biblical perspective and that timeline of um, when Genesis was written and, and talks about that and all of that. And it's short. Yeah. And we've got a short time to make our mark and make it happen. And I love it. That's that's fantastic. Really quick, before we sign off, would you please tell everyone how they can um, check out the ministry, your social media, website, the, the store. Tell them how folks can connect with you all. For sure. Uh, so davidreeves.com, David, R-I-V-E-S.com is the easiest way because that will get you. That's kind of a splash screen that will get you to um, – our superstore that will get you to the Genesis Science Network, free all around the world. That will get you to uh, my television program on TBN. It'll get you to the uh, Wonders podcast. It will get you uh, to our free magazine. Again, I really su- encourage people go to davidreeves.com and click on magazine, and you can subscribe for free if you're uh, an individual or a family that likes science, likes history, wants to learn more delivered every other month to your mailbox for free and sign up for our email updates as well. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on social media. Um, Facebook is David Reeves Ministries. Again, that's R-I-V-E-S. Um, and we've got, you know, over 100,000 uh, people who follow us on there, friends. Uh, we're on YouTube with about 400 different videos. That's nice. David Reeves Ministries. And, uh, you know, every other social media platform as well. But one of the most unlikely is uh, TikTok. I was about to say, do you have a TikTok? Because that has been the boom of the social media network. And uh, so, yes, there is a TikTok. There is a TikTok. All right. It's at the David Reeves. And, uh, you know, I started this just a year or so ago and it has exploded. We've had, uh, I think we're sitting at like 3.5 million views so far. Um, I mean, short content, but so powerful effective. and so effective, especially in this age of short attention span. So uh, TikTok has been one of our greatest evangelism tools. I hear from atheists and agnostics all the time on that on TikTok. Young people, 18 to 30 years old, who are calling in. They actually call us up occasionally. We'll get all of these comments and they'll say, you know, David, normally Christian content turns us off, but... You're using real science. This is... And this actually is pretty compelling. Mm-hmm. So, uh... wow, what a testimony. <laughs> That's a testimony right there. I'm just saying that is a testimony. Like, I, again, whew, 
<laughs> Chills. I'm just saying. Well, that's what we that's what the ministry is all about. So um, we just encourage people to get out there and utilize the free resources that we have. I love it. What a great story and a great testimony. And I personally, thank you from from me for being so willing to share your gift, your family's gifts. This this is absolutely astounding. And folks, please be sure to check out all of those amazing resources and reach out to David and them. Check out the TV shows. And like he said, I was listening um, to the podcast on the way in. There's some amazing content there that you're not going to want to miss. I was doing the one with the manuscripts and uh, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I enjoyed it. David, thank you so very much. Hopefully we can come back and do a catch up later. And um, I know you all are still working on the museum and all of that. I'd love to do a special feature on that and uh, touch base with you guys a little later on down the road. Well, Jesse Lynn, you know, you're not that far down the road. I so know. Uh, stop it's... by any time. We appreciate the opportunity. Well, thank you so very much, folks. That's all the time we have today for the Be a Dreamcatcher podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we will catch you guys on the next episode.